everyone. Never mind. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision, our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And uh, you're listening to Sound Audits on this lovely day in mid-May. How are we doing today, Tyler? It's almost finals. Hell, hell, hell yeah. Next week is going to be the time. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I'm not actually that worried about finals, honestly, though. I'm, I got a take-home final for Music Theory 1. Love my professor to death. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Um, I The math final is just going to be a math final. Who flipping cares about that? And, um, the... I'm seriously not worried about the psych final because that's that class is so easy. But anyway, uh, thank you all for coming out today. We appreciate you being here. What are we talking about today, Tyler? Today we're talking about the uh, the uh, funkadelic band <laughs> King Gizzard and the Wiz- the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Say it five times fast. King Gizzard Lizard Wizard King Gizzard Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Alright, so we're talking about the uh, new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album that was dropped earlier on in, or actually no, late April, uh, and that is Fishing for Fishies. I'm actually hell excited to talk about this, but on the band, first of all, what are, who is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Because every time I have shown someone, at even just the band's name, they've gone, what in the fuck is this? Who the hell names their band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Well, I'll tell you who names their band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're Australian. That should tell you something about it. Um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is an Australian rock band formed in 2010 in uh, Melbourne, Victoria. What? Okay, yeah. Uh, And the band consists of seven members. Stu McKenzie, Ambrose, Kenny Smith, Cook Craig... Joey Walker, Lucas Skinner, Michael Cavanaugh, and Eric Moore. They have two drummers. They have they have a lot of people on deck. Uh, and they are known for their energetic live shows and prolific recording output, having released an EP and 14 studio albums since 2010. Do you want to talk more about that, Tyler? You know, you know what? I would love to. Let's just go down. Let's just go down the list, shall we? In terms of their studio releases, we have the Twelve Bar Brews. This was released on uh, in September of 2012. Eyes like the sky, the 22nd of February 2013. Float along, fill your lungs, 27th September 2013. Oddments. 7th of March, 2014. I'm in your mind, Fuzz. 31st October, 2014. Okay, I'm just going to go through these faster because okay. I'm boring myself. Quarters. Paper mache dream balloon. Nonagon infinity. Nonagon infinity. Infinity. Flying microtonal banana. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know what microtonal is, it's the space between a note. Uh, so you know how, like, a G and an A, those two notes are tuned to sound like a G and an A, right? It's the space between a G, or actually, no, let's take F and E, because those two notes are uh, right next to each other on a regular chromatic scale. 
F and E uh, have absolutely no tone between them, but microtonal is taking the space between those two notes and using that. You remember how you were talking about the out-of-tune Eden guitar solo on 909? That is that entire album. It's literally just they tune everything so it's so slightly out of tune. That's absolutely terrifying. It's the entire album, too. It's a concept album based around microtonal. All right, so now now that we're into 2017, they released five albums in 2017. Five albums, each with different themes. Mm-hmm. Each of them concepts. have different concepts. Each of them are extremely different in all-around sound. Now, how do you justify doing this? We will get into that more. Murder of the Universe, 2017. Sketches of Brunswick East with Mile High Club, 2017. Polygon Wanna Land, 2017. Did I nail that? Yeah, Polygon Wanna Land. I I nailed that. Gumboot Soup, and then the latest release of the 26th of April, 2019, Fishing for Fishies. Yeah, the the five that they did in 2017 were Flying Microtonal Banana, Murder of the Universe, Sketches of Brunswick East, Polygon Wanaland, and Gumboot Soup. And all of those, again, were completely in succession and had their own unique sound, which blows my mind completely. Despite having the 14 studio albums I just read out and probably made your ears hurt, uh, we have 14. They have 14 studio albums, 30 music videos, two EPs, and they have released 29 singles over their nine-year career. They have a massive discography for how young they are. Yeah, this band is on something for sure. For um, sure, they did. They did. They did take a brief. Was it a year and a half? Two-year hiatus. When was that? 2017 to present. After they released, oh, no, yeah, is it was, like a year? Like it a, is year. Like a year? Yeah, to take to, to take a step back and really write and put all of their effort into this project. They yeah. took off tour. They weren't really that active on the medias no. that were social, and <laughs> you know all of that. Good, good. Uh huh. Uh, I have to, I must say that I listened to, I've been listening to King Gizzard for a little while now. I started off on the Nonagon Infinity album, which was released in 2016. I have yet to go back in their discography more. I want to do that though. Nonagon Infinity is insane though. Every single track bleeds into itself, including the closer and the opening track. The entire thing is meant to be played on a loop in Infinity. Like that's why it's called Nonagon Infinity because it can literally bleed into itself forever. That That's is the concept kind of that album. Kind of terrifying. Uh, album is fantastic, though. And I also listened to both Flying Microtonal Banana. Really weird album. Like, really out there. It was really interesting, though. Um, and I also listened to uh, Murder of the Universe, which was a concept album about uh, Universal Apocalypse. Um so there's that, uh, and there were plenty of demons and gods fighting with each other on that album. That album was pretty cool, though. They had some solid riffs. Let, let me just put this out there that um, the genres that King Gizzard typically fit into are garage rock and psychedelic rock and progressive and experimental rock, some heavy metal mixed in there as well, some throwback rock. Like It sounds like they're from the 60s a lot of times, like their recording style. Um, and now on this latest album... They're sounding boogie-ish. Funky. 
Uh-huh. It's very, very funky. Very, I, th- this was not a turn I was expecting from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and I've learned from this that there is no expectation when it comes to King Gizzard. Like, you cannot have an expectation, because they released, uh, on the lead-up to this album, the first single that they released was Psy Boogie, uh, which is straight up, uh, what do I even call that? Um, it's something. It's not rock. It's, like, this really synth-wavy shit. It's really weird. Um, so, just from that single alone, I was like, where the hell are they going with this? And then they released Fishing for Fishies, which is a, uh, psychedelic alt-rock jam. Um, and both of these songs are on the same album, so I was definitely worried. And then, after that, they released a single that wasn't even gonna be featured on this album called Planet B, which was heavy metal. Like, legitimately heavy metal. So, I had no idea what to expect walking into this project, but this project itself is 9 minutes and 42... Wait, 9 songs and 42 minutes, not 9 minutes and 42 songs. That would be ridiculous. Um, 9 minutes and 42 tracks. um, And... I mean, what else is there to say beyond that? Are we ready to get what we liked, Tyler? I'm no, because I didn't talk oh, yeah, about right. where they're touring. Never mind. Hey, you guys want to go see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with us? Well, you are in luck. They will be playing at the 930 Club, my favorite venue across the United States, on August 31st of 2019. That's in Washington, D.C. So if you want to come chill and party with Ian and I, we'll see you there. For the rest of you, they will be playing all around the Asias, Australia, California, Oregon, pretty much the entire United States. You get the point. So if it's you want to go a see them, tour, then. go see them. Oh, it's a total world tour. They're dominating. Are they the, doing Canada the, and stuff too? You wait for it. It's very possible. Yes. Toronto. Wow. They're really getting around. Holy crap. And I mean, they're playing Spain, England, Germany. They're playing everywhere. Good for they're them. They're dominating a, uh, a club space. Good for them. That's really cool. Good for them. I'm excited to get into what we liked, though. Can we can we get into what we liked now? I don't know. Can we? I'm, I'm all good with that, honestly. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> where should we start, Tyler? I'm going to let you... Kick us off here. Back to you. Back to you, Ian. Shut the. Okay. Um. So, where to begin with this album? Uh, Although I was very, I was very surprised with the output that they gave here. Um, this album is yet again another concept album, right? They released five of those in 2017, and here we have another one. Which blows my mind that they can do that. They must all be high 24-7, like, blown out of their mind to be able to do this. I know I would have to be anyway. Um, Bro, they're psychedelic that. wizards. It's in it's in their title. That's true. This album is called Fishing for Fishies. <laughs> if they're not on something, <laughs> then they got something going on mentally. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, kind of true. They, I mean, the album cover is a robot, and the area around him is burning, and he's fishing for fishies. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not have given a more... <laughs> uh, uh, let's start with 
the title track, Fishing for Fishies. Um, I, well, actually, the concept of this album is, um, let's not screw up the world. Um, this is a sort of an ode to Earth, in a sense, and talking about how, how humans are messing everything up on the planet. And the end of this album is basically humanity being overtaken by robots, and then robots trying to destroy the planet as well. So, there's that. Uh, it's a really interesting, really interesting flow from track to track as well. Um, I actually think this album flows fantastically. Fantastically. From, from, from ta track to track. Like, this album feels complete. In a sense of completeness that feels complete. Uh, like, com as compared to... Uh, a lot of the other albums that we've been reviewing where uh, it feels like it ends off on a bad note or it doesn't start off on the right foot or it takes a dip in the middle. There aren't really any dips in this album. Like, it's not... It flows completely. And as from an, uh, just the standpoint of looking at it as a complete album, it makes for a much better listening experience. So, there's that. But First Track Fishing for Fishies is a psychedelic alt-rock tune um as i've stated before and god damn is it weird but oh my god it's so much fun um please feel free to interject here tyler because i i'm probably gonna stumble upon my words um it's so like it's just such a sweet tune to me and <laughs> The lyrics, the lyrics are so funny, like, they're cute in a way, but they're really funny, and it's like, they're just talking about, leave, leave the fish alone, don't hunt salmon, carp, or cod, fishing for fishies, just don't make them feel happy. That's the moral of this song. <laughs> That's the moral of the whole story. <laughs> pretty much, it's it's yeah. pretty great. Um, I think that the, the, the song immediately sets a tone for... The rest of the album. For the rest of the album, in that it gives off a uh, a, a babbling, broke, abstract yeah. sound, which is just kind of, all right, we're about to get in something that's uh, not normal. Right. I really like, like, some of the lyrics are really good, though. Like, it's like the, the one line goes, ooh, your heart's a hook. Ego tied in knots, baiting fate. Don't do it. You ain't a god. Don't hunt salmon, carp, or cod. Basically saying, wake up, people. You're ruining the fucking ocean. It's pretty... It's, some of the lyrics are clever. Like, how, this is a clever dare, tune. How dare they? What? How dare they ruin the ocean? I know, right? What, what a fucking asshole, you know? Why would you ever hunt salmon, carp, or cod? But, um... This song is just so sweet, and it has so many different, like, switches and stuff. It has this really, it has this, uh, driving snare beat where it's not, well, it's not really driving, it's not really invasive, it's kind of in the back, and it's kind of just chugging the song along. Shuffling. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffling, that's a good, that's a good word for it. Thanks. Um, and over the song's five-minute runtime, it goes from this shuffling beat, uh, to this slowed-down sort of guitar and crooning thing. I've, I've heard people talk about it and they don't like the effects on the vocals i don't mind the effects on the vocals. anthony fantano, anthony fantano did not like the vocals anthony fantano's a bitch i'll tell you what <laughs> i i 
I think that his his reviews are generally pretty conservative, but I think that he uh he's always looking for something crazy and he tends to like the crazy stuff. So when there's something that's just kind of chill and normal this in the context of of an album that is crazy, right. he's just like he kind of, he kind of tends to dismiss it. Yeah, but this isn't normal. Like this is not a normal song. This is re- pretty out there. Like especially with all the switches and like how psychedelic it is and all the har- vocal harmonies and stuff and it's, the fucking lyrics. It's chill though. It is chill. I'll give you that. I am going to come back to this song a lot this year. Like this entire album, I'm going to have on repeat. Um, but this- fishing for fishies really does a good job at setting the tone of the album. Um, so do you have anything to add here, Tyler? I mean, when when you when you plug it on. You're immediately fishing for fishies. So. I love that song. Next track. I love the song. Uh, Boogeyman Sam. He's talking about serial killers. Uh, for those of you who didn't get the memo. Uh, Boogeyman Sam. He's talking about going out and uh, shot the policeman and shot all the patrons with a rope in his hand causing mayhem because he's the Boogeyman Sam. He's just talking about a psychopath, but in a really, really interesting way. Uh, and the song bops. This the song is so good. Uh, it's so like danceable. It, the Dude, thing about it's, it's so a, many, it's a thigh slapping song. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know when you sit at the red light in your car and there's a song playing, you have three types of songs. The type of song. Bob your head. Where you bob your head. Tap your feet. You have the type of song where you tap your feet, and you have the type of song where you slap your thighs to the rhythm. <laughs> Thigh slapper <laughs> is track number two. Uh, but, okay, I want, you go ahead and talk about the instrumental a little bit more. Because I just I, gave my thigh slapping analogy. Okay, it's well, back to you, true. sir. Okay. Uh, the instrumental, uh, the guitar tones across this album are definitely garage rocky, and they're fantastic. Uh, but this is still... Throughout this entire album, there is not a song that I don't find fun to some extent. A lot of these songs are just so fun-filled and bubbly and vibrant that it's hard not to like them. Uh, Boogeyman Sam is no exception. Boogeyman Sam is a fantastic song. It just it melts together perfectly, and all of the all of the 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 chorus smacks. It's awesome. The guitar riff is amazing, and all the harmonicas and the woodwinds that they add at the end over the bridge. That's another thing. They structure their tracks pretty pretty interestingly, usually ending off on a more instrumental note rather than going back to the chorus one last time. They end off on like this really long bridge. I think that, I think that this song, and actually the next two songs, also have like tremendous in, um, influence. Or uh, they, they show... That they were influenced by aspects of other artists. Like, I definitely got some vibes of uh, Cage the Elephant from these. A little um, bit, yeah. Early, Earlier. Early, early doors. They have a yeah, lot of... Yeah. You see it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. J- yeah. Maybe even Black than, yeah. Keys at times. I haven't, I haven't listened that much to the Black Keys. I probably should. Sir, you need to get educated. I probably should. Get cultured. Yeah. I've been trying to go back and actually widen my music taste. I think I think that these are probably the most radio friendly songs. 
Fishing that, for Fishies is probably the most radio-friendly. No, that would never play on the radio. You think? No. I think it's just a jam, but... You gotta have something... Yeah, Boogeyman Sam, or yeah. later on in the album, this thing. I think Boogeyman Sam... Ah, this thing I has think, a really weird switch, though. I think Boogeyman Sam would be the radio... The radio Causing play. Causing mayhem. Also, this is the first song where the harp is included, and there are quite a few songs where the harp shows up. Uh, across this album as like a staple. Yeah, it's funky. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot of their instrumentation, they use a lot of woodwinds too. Um, Not funky fun. as in syncopation, but as in why? Why did? Why was that choice made? And it just sounds good though. It's, it's no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean who was the crackpot that went? Hey, we need a harp in this. <laughs> Bring that thing in. Yeah, you, you like these distorted guitar g- garage rock guitars? Yeah, ma'am. You know what comes next? A fucking harp scale. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. I love it though. Like this song again. It just it's so much fun and it's so vibrant and so full of energy. Same thing with the next track to a to a degree. Uh, the bird song. This song, this the lyrics are some of the weirdest lyrics I'll probably hear all year. It has... <laughs> the first lyric is, uh, To a bird, what's a plane? It's a shiny flying elephant. <laughs> <laughs> to a cow, what's a car? It's a deadly predator. Uh, to a seal. What, wait, where is that? Yeah. To a seal. What is real? Surely nothing is surely more than it can feel. To a cloud. What is a breeze? It's a predetermined sneeze. You're right. They were definitely on some fucking pot. <laughs> they were smoking the devil's lettuce for sure. Hardcore. Possibly some LSD. I'm not complaining, though, because the way this album turned out, it's pretty great. Um, Dude, this song is just hey, so weird. Yeah. Do you know who I found out did massive amounts of LSD? Who? Steve Jobs. That's how he figured out all of the computer stuff, is that it opened his mind so much that he was able to realize things he like had been in front of him the whole time and he never put together. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In so that's bi- why I Apple read, exists. I read today that he read that he wrote in his um he had written at some point or it was in his biography or autobiography. I don't know if he wrote it himself. I don't think he did. But um regardless, at some point he had written down on paper that he owes all of his, his success to psychedelics and he never would have figured out what he did if it wasn't for it. So LSD is the reason that Apple exists. It's the reason we have that kind of computer, maybe. Wow. Wow. Which led to... Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Huh. Anyway, back to your track listing. I just... As soon as you started talking about... LSD. Dropping some acid, I was like, hey, my man... My man over here, Jobs. He's got... (laughs) He's got the good stuff. I mean, fair enough. Uh, this, I, I will say that instrumentally, the bird song is, um, a lot more stripped back than the last two songs. Like it's, it's more focused on the groove and the, the boogie vibes that the song gives off. Definitely. Uh, and it's, 
it's one of the weirder ones. Um, which is saying something. So, yeah, I mean, instrumentally, this track is really, really interesting, though, so. What do you want to do next, Tyler? Um, honestly, I think I'm ready to go to Reels Not Real, but if you want to stop at Tracks in the Middle, do it first. Yeah, I want to go through the, like, I'm going to go through every single one of these tracks to an extent. Go. Because I like all of them. Plastic Boogie. Plastic Boogie sounds like it's recorded in a live jam session. It's true. Because it has, like, this crowd of people that are there, and they're echoing a lot of what's said on the chorus, like, fuck all the non-plastic, fuck all the non-plastic! It's, it's, the, the track is recorded in, or the track is set in 5-4 times, so right off the bat, it has a really weird groove, um, but Dude, the song I, just I think, think, I think you mentioned this, but they have two drummers, so a lot of times you get some weird delays and echoing that you're like, wow, that's some funky mixing, but no, it's just two people playing a drum set. <laughs> yeah, and I think that definitely adds like a completely different dimension as well sometimes to these songs. Like It's a completely different world that you're opened up to because of how, how much is capable with two drum sets. See what I'm saying? You know what I'm putting down here? You got one? I feel it. Okay. Uh, but Plastic Boogie is about the plastic in the ocean. And how it needs to stop. Uh, and how the uh, how the fall of humanity is going to be massive. And it's going to be brutal. And death will come from plastic. Um, and... Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. The song is... It's so much fun, though. Like, the riffs and everything. It, the song is just so much fun. You cannot... You cannot tell me that this song does not vibe. Because this song just bops. It does. This song is great. I, I had so much fun listening to this album the first time through. I was like, what the hell is this? This is a different fucking world. We were waiting for it for so long. Too. I know. I was so excited from the time that they put out. When they put out Fishing for Fishies on Apple Music. And they had the track listing for the, uh, for the entire album set out on Apple Music. I was like... But the thing is, I was like, I was pissed at the same time because I had to wait a month and a half for it. So there's that. Like, <coughs> you'd rather an album just pop up and be available. What? Well, okay. Well, fair enough. Is that what you would want? No. No. You want to hype it? Yeah. No. What they did was smart. I was just pissed because I wanted it now. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest yeah i mean like it's not their fault i just wanted it now <laughs> pretty much but i'm it was so worth the wait uh plastic boogie complete fucking bop the cruel millennial um do you have anything to say about this song guitar goes sicko mode yeah yeah and he's talking about like um uh, he's talking about what technology does to, like, the children, and he talks about, uh, the first, the very first verse goes, uh, underestimated technology, I'm addicted to tablet screams, no no escaping, battleground PUBG, computer games ain't for me. me. So he's talking about, like, battle royale games. Really interesting well, the way just, that he puts it. Well, not this. just that. He's talk. It's talking from an older person's perspective, saying yeah. that he can't relate with the youth of today. Yeah, that's 
the that's the premise of the entire song. Yeah. Outdated the post millennial will get you. I was born in the echo boom. Yet I was I yet I rust as the cruel millennial. Yeah. I was born only in ninety two. Yeah, they have, they have a lot of weird lyrics. They do, yeah. It's really... They have some interesting stuff throughout this entire song. Uh, or throughout this entire album. Throughout their entire discography. Who the fuck am I kidding? This is a weird band. Who ends the end of a chorus with, Yet I rust as the cruel millennial. Well, apparently King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard does. Millennial, this song's a bop. The instrumental smacks. The guitars are great. That's just that. Like it's, it's and so. It's that's so where we fun. are. Real's not real. Real's not real. You go ahead. This is clunky. This was my favorite track on the album. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about it. Well, it's just I feel like the song was cleaned up real well, and still at the same time remaining remains to be like a dirty bluesy song yeah and i don't know i feel like there was more um i feel like they were the most transparent on this song compared to the rest of the songs and i feel like you get i, f- I feel like the instrumentation was probably in my opinion like to me it was the most appealing on this song in particular i don't really know what it was but i think just as a collective this song just seemed really clean and like there wasn't anything extra or added that shouldn't have been so that makes sense everything had everything had its place in the yeah. song yeah where in other songs they have a lot going on a lot going on i it would be interesting to see what their software looks like because they probably have so many tracks going on yeah at the same time so many effects and this was just clean this was pretty i mean it's all straightforward and it remains so you know good dude what is the message do you know what the message is well this is where this is where because I'm pretty sure it's Fishing just people's... Fishies becomes a, a, a space-age robot. Do you think? Yeah. Like how? Well, I gotta pull up the lyrics. Okay. I mean, he talks about your farm is full of sacred cows, too. So it could be difference of opinion as well. Like, this song could mean a lot of things. Like, a lot of different things. And it's all- I'm afraid that you're lacking some free will. Man, robot, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, this is, he this talks is, about this is the point in the-, in the album. This is the point in the album where the person's going back and like realizing like, whoa, what happened to Earth? Yeah. That's kind and of the vibe like- you get from this whole song, but there isn't exactly a clear transition from when it goes from just like a, a, no- a normal perspective well, there's never a normal perspective, but I guess a more normal perspective to than that of a robot who's now fishing for fishies. Yeah, I mean, the, and like, and the cruel millennial also talks cows? about like, also talks about like glitches in the matrix and stuff like that. So, I mean, there might be conspiracy theories throughout this album too. There's some weird stuff going on. I know though. I I don't know. Real's not real starts off real clunky though. Real, real big distorted analog. Bottom, 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 bottom. Real big bass, and it's fantastic. 
and I have I mentioned that the drums on this album are clean and crisp as shit? Um, if shit could be crisp, like how about baked shit? That's how crisp it is. I love I love the production on these songs and the mixing and stuff. It's all very clean and it's all very recognizable. And there's nothing really in the back of the mix that I wish I could hear more or anything like that. Like it all pops out at me just enough. So that everything grabs my attention, I can listen to whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Alright, this thing. Suey, boys! Um This this thing. This thing this thing is funky. Um The beat on the song is fantastic. The groove is fantastic. Uh and they're talking about this malformed thing that humans created. They left in a sewer um and now it's this thing that they left outside and it's waterlogged um and i don't know i guess they have to wring it out i don't know i think it's more about the self-destruction of humanity though um so i mean that's what i get the instrumentation is fantastic it's so groovy and all of the guitars and stuff and like the bells and like the the vibraphone that they have the high like chimey sounds are great and the switch at the end of the song is fantastic too they go from this groovy like really swingy beat to the straightforward like Like, this really straightforward driving kick snare and the hi-hat, and the song ends out on that sentiment, and it's fantastic. Do you have anything to say about this? Well, talking about something else, this is kind of the point where that we're reaching where we're beginning to reach the point where humanity is screwed and the robots are taking over, and that's just evident throughout um, all of the songs. But... Um, uh, I thought Psy Boogie was a really sick song. Okay, do you want to talk about Akron a little bit? We can. Pretty good. It's up to you. I'm going to talk about Akron a little bit. I never, uh, thought, this is I never about... thought humanity would lose its fight to Daft Punk, but alas, I was wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, this song starts off about killing the honeybees. So, I mean, this is basically where Earth is just falling. Like, it's kind of falling off the deep end. Um, I hate when that happens. Yeah. I mean, he's just saying, Akron, make me die. Little mite, so much strife, multiplied through a knife. Buried deep inside of me. Glory, darkness, come see the leaf. Nothing, saw smoke, life. Like, it's it's basically the Earth meeting its uh, doom. Doom. Um, and the end of the song, it's really fitting, because it goes from uh, the really natural and boogie vibes that you got throughout the al- album and all the guitars and stuff. They fade away into this electronic drone music. <laughs> they just they move into a completely different segment where it's just this driving kick drum and it's it's Daft Punk. You're right. Like it's like they they move into this completely electronic wave music. It's great. 
It's such a great melt, and it transitions perfectly straight into Cyboogie, because that's, it's literally, like, the transition from Earth being fine, and it's like, everything's all fun and games, and we're still trying to help the Earth. It's the transition from that to, the Earth is now fucked, and it's a giant robot, basically. Right. Did you understand my, like, pun? What? That I never thought we'd lose to Daft Punk, because they're robots? (laughs) Did you totally... Oh, wait, I took that literally. I took that literally. Whoops! Whoosh, okay. Uh, Go ahead, talk about Cyboogie then. Because this track is weird. I mean, all of the tracks here are weird, but this this track is weird. I don't even know what to compare it to is the thing. Because, like, it's this overly... I want to say it's like this overly cliched techno music. That sounds like it's from the seventies. It is, but it's also talking about. But I feel okay, like it's I'm, like really I'm gonna, meta. I'm gonna talk about the lyrics a little bit. Okay. I want you to give us a diagnostic on the. Uh, a diagnostic. On on the instrumental, right? Okay. Picking up what I'm throwing down. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so the song. I mean, the song starts up and it's like Cy boogie, boogie boogie, Cy boogie, Cy boogie. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just a repeated lyric. A hunk of rebar. Multitude cells in his metallic dome. What I'm getting at here is that... Oh, hold on, just a little further. Brine fluid floating within. We're just we're just talking about um, the, the composition of this robot's insides. Uh-huh. Um, but it keeps going down, and it, it basically starts at the head, and it's just flowing down. And eventually we get, we get into... We're getting into the the heart of of this monstrosity that is Earth's inhabitor now. Is that a word? That's got to be a word. That's a word. I think so. Okay. Um, so, um, Cyboogie's heart is a mess. Cables and knots in his cavity chest. Cyboogie's feeling depressed. Need to debug and run over the test. Ticker ain't flesh. That's a good line. Pistons and pumps under graphene lattice. 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 That's hilarious. Lattice. No people to service the mess when he breaks down in spiritual mess. So we're literally talking about... No people are around. No people to service the mess. A robot who is now in despair. Everything is over. He's probably damn near out of fishies. This is just... There's a lot going on here. Um, this is the second end of the world. Humanity is lost, and now this robot is upset, depressed. His heart cavity is empty. Yeah, he's contemplating suicide, basically. And it's a robot. So end of the world too. Yeah, it's like it's like if if the humans being deceased wasn't enough, now the robots have taken over, and the robots are fucked. Like. If, if if that doesn't give you like the message that this album is trying to hit home, I don't know what the hell what the what the hell will give you the message that this trying this album is trying to hit home. I mean, there's nothing really more self-explanatory, really. Regardless, this is kind of a weird electric techno. boogie song. It's definitely techno. like techno. And it's it's 
Um, <sighs> like even the like the beat and the groove that it has, it's like just a. It is a straight techno. It's like it's a psychedelic techno, yeah. techno song. The beginning of it sounds like some cliched thing out of the 1960s, but I think it's completely aware of that. I think this is a very self-aware song, um, and it's trying to be comedic at some points as well. Uh, especially like with looking at the music video, because the music video is batshit insane. Like the lead singer just looks like he's out of his mind. Like he looks like the dude from I don't know if you have you ever seen Mel Brooks version of Young Frankenstein? No. He looks I was like mid um, yawn. I'm sorry. He looks like Marty Feldman from that, where his eyes are just that fucking big, like popping out of his skull. That's it's hilarious. It's that, so funny. The face you just um, made is actually horrifying. <laughs> but, I mean, where, are we, where were we? What was I talking about? Oh, Cyber yeah, game. I was talking about the, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think this track is very self-aware at some points and very aware that it's trying to be comedic as well at some points. But then again, it's very serious and it gets to um, these instrumental bridges where it's climbing up the chromatic scale into this big... Uh, climax and stuff like that. It's got some really psychedelic, really psychedelic synths that go into it. Let me say, there's like literally nothing that is natural about this song. It is all synthetic, but I think that feeds even more into the vibe that this song is trying to put across. It's trying to put across a robotic, futuristic, apocalyptic dude, vibe. Dude, we're screwed. Yeah. Type of thing. And the song sounds like. The end of the song is really interesting me to me because it fades out on these wobbly fucking synths and this he's just repeating Psy Boogie. Um and the very last line of the entire album is Homo sapiens existed for two hundred thousand years. Yes. Fades out and it sounds like the robot is shutting down at the end of the track. And then you listen to it again. Yeah, because it was fucking fantastic. Like, there's nothing else to say other than this was, This album was an experience. Like, it was a really tight concept. It really worked. All the songs flowed. I thought this was a really fantastic record. I have nothing to complain about. I have very little. I'm going to have, like, one thing in the next section to complain about. And then, like... That's it. Like I'm gonna okay. Let's just get into the next section, get it okay. over with, and then give our final thoughts. Let's you're gonna do have it. to you're gonna have to keep it quick because this Charizard it's not gonna catch itself. Oh, that's fucking true. Okay, yeah, I still need to catch the fucking Charizard. Okay, we'll see you in the next section.
So, 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 if I was going to complain about one thing on this album, it'd probably be the song Bird Song, because that song is a slight strip back in the instrumentation, and I feel like the songwriting could be slightly better on the song, like, it could be picked up a little bit more. Just the groove of the track doesn't feel as solid as some of the other songs, and I will say that maybe some of the songs in the middle section, a lot of the vibes start to blend a little bit. Not necessarily that's a bad thing, but it gets to a point where it's like, they kind of use a couple of ideas a few different times. Uh, especially with the instrumentation and the groove, but I really do not think that that's that big of a detriment to this album. Like, j the it, again, that can be seen as they're just kind of feeding into the entire vibe and the flow of this, the ebb and flow of this album, so... I mean, it's whatever, man. It's kind of up to you. Do you have anything to say? Cyboogie was, like, a little predictable in terms of the instrumentation yeah not, well, i, not I, I, did, I did not you see had the, you had no clue where the song was going to. yeah the 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 end of the song i did not see whatsoever but yeah i mean maybe the album's a little bit predictable like after the a instruments you could definitely just be like all right i've heard this you know yeah but then again also that track seems very self-aware of what it's doing that, as well like that doesn't change that aspect i know but still Still, I mean, like that's literally all I had. Like, are you were you gonna rag on any of the songs in the middle section? No, no, no. I thought this was a solid album. Like, damn, am I off my game or something? Like, I usually I'll rant for songs that I didn't like for five minutes, and you can do that like, in one of the next albums. Yeah, like you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but. I'm huh. I, I feel I feel like that. I'm off my game. Like I'm out of character or something. Like, am I, am I sick? Like, yeah, you might, you might have like diabetes. I or don't something. know. You're not functioning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, see, you, see you in the next section. I'm ready to. I'm ready to close this. Close this bad boy off. If you know what I'm saying, boy. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are probably. My favorite band that was on heavy psychedelic drugs, second place being the Beatles. Um, I'm just kidding. Beatles take the cake on that. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds might be a little more historic than Fishing for Fishies. You never know, though. This album might bring back some sounds. You never know. Like, never it might know. bring back some shit. People this might listen to this album and think that's fucking cool and try and do because it, let me, do not get me wrong these are not sounds and ideas that haven't been used in the past it, this is like a throwback album this is throwing back to a lot of the sounds like the fucking 60s and shit like that and it's bringing it back and it's revitalizing it completely but a lot of their projects really cool. are a lot of their projects are like that they've yeah. done it before with jazz they've done it before with blues this is just the newest installment Lots of, of garage rock all right what can we dip our toe into that we shouldn't be you know and they're just booging off man yeah they're doing a side boogie off to the distance uh, uh, that might be the worst joke i've ever made uh please don't leave what's i your don't want you to leave what's your rating you're it it's my house why no, am I not leaving? you the listener there's nobody it. listening it's just us <laughs> fuck you 
sticking your dick in my dreams, damn it. Um, what would I review it? Or what would I rate it? Uh, what would I rate it? Holy shit. I had little to no problem with this album. I'd probably, like, give it a lower nine. I'm gonna give it a strong 8.4. Honestly, like, I'd give it a, I'd give it a 8.2 to 8.4. Really? Yep. Then why didn't she complain more? Because there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not always my style. Gotcha. Okay. I just, like looking at this album as objectively as I can. Like I can see where. Um... No, I can't see where Fantano was coming from on some of this shit. This no, this he's is a wrong. He's he was wrong. Just, he was just like his least favorite song was "Fishing for Fishies." What were you? He was on stronger LSDs than these guys were. He probably was. His glasses were all fogged up. He was <laughs> he was wiping them back and forth. He didn't know what was happening. <laughs> you can't uh, see Martians while listening to "Fishing for Fishies." I know. You're already supposed to be a robot. Yeah, I love you, Fantano, but fuck you for that review. Yeah, honestly, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. That was. He this is, is a fantastic album, and uh, especially when he listens to this podcast, he yeah. realizes how how just how wrong absolutely he was. wrong he was. Go. Take another listen, sir. Yeah, because you were dead ass wrong. Um, this album was watertight uh, almost all the way through. It had some great themes. It had some great sentiments. Some really weird and great lyrics as well that I love. And the one of the main things that I take away from this album is that it's so much goddamn fun to listen to. Like, there is not a song on here that I wouldn't call... F- I've said that before, but there's not a song on here that I wouldn't call fun to some extent. Reiterating my previous statement, because it is true, and I stand by that. What do you say, Tyler? I say I. Pass the motion. Okay. So we're in agreement. Um... Follow King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Actually, it's only King Gizzard. Follow him. Follow 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 the group on Instagram. They are not verified. Follow them so that they can get verified. They yeah, have one hundred and eighty six thousand followers, and they're not verified. They deserve all the attention. We only have a hundred, and we are verified now. <laughs> oh, screw the fuck off. So you know, um, check out their newest album. Check out their older albums if you like the newest they're all album. Bops. All of them are it's, fantastic. It's, it's you're going to be a robot who's sticking his pole in the water, fishing for fishies. That is severely up to interpretation. <laughs> I don't know where your mind is. Sticking but his pole in the water to fish for fishies. Ha. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. That's a that's a real real mustache stroker. I'm stroking my mustache right now. You're just <laughs> you're only getting skin. <laughs> only skin. Maybe a little bit of lip. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits Podcast. Actually, yes, please do because we've had some technical difficulties with Anchor and we've realized that and for we know that a majority of our listeners aren't following us on our Instagram. But I would strongly recommend that you go and follow our social media because we update you on when the audio and stuff fucks up and when we are trying to record because we know for the last couple of um, the last couple of episodes they've uploaded wrong uh, and th- um, 
the transitions end up getting screwed up and our uh the audio gets cut off at weird times and um we want to avoid that in the future but if that does ever happen um i always listen back to the podcast just to make sure ian ian is effectively quality control yeah because i listen to it like three times when i'm editing it and then once i post it i'm done yeah (laughs) i've already heard it three times yeah um so so ian's the one that hears what everyone else hears yeah i so i um i know with the logic no no wait what was the last one we did it wasn't logic bird oh it was bird yeah um, there was some problems with the transitions and stuff being fucked up. So go follow us on Instagram because we do give you updates on when we are trying to fix the problems. Cause we, um, again, we are actively trying to fix it. And I listen to it as soon as I can after the episode comes out, just so I know like that nothing screwed up and I'll listen to it basically all the way through. Yeah. It keeps me in a peace of mind. So, and also saves me like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, please do like n- not just for me uh, being the like whore that I am, um, not for my self esteem sake, but for the sake of you as the listener. Like seriously, go and it, if if you're not gonna follow us, at least like every once in a while check in on the page just to make sure. Because I'll like update the story, or I'll maybe I'll start doing permanent posts where I just let you guys know that something fucked up, but um. We got to keep our theme. Yeah. Our theme is flawless. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll, it'll stick with the story, but yeah, we'll always let you guys know if there are any technical difficulties with the podcast being uploaded, because that does happen again. We are highly trained professionals and we know exactly what we are doing. We always have been. Yeah, absolutely. We were born to do podcasting. These, this, these are mechanical errors. They are not human errors. What is an error? I know. There's a 100 out of 100 every test. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the listen and the AdSense. I was born to it. What was the previous line before that? I just realized I sound like Blaine. I sound like Blaine. Because my voice is so gravelly. I just sound, I've been sounding like a smoker for the past couple of days. Are you I, done? I, I Are you sound done? like I smoked Are some mad pipe. Like, Sir. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Get us out of here. Thank you for listening. Follow us on the socials. Follow them on the socials. Go look at their music because their music is fire. Don't, don't listen to the other episodes. They're not as good as these. Oh, if cherry pick the episodes. You don't have to listen to every single one unless if you really want to. If there's an album you want to know about, listen to that album. Because like, not to like make us sound bad or anything, but when I listen to podcasts, I only listen to episodes that I'm interested in. So don't be... Have this idea that you have to be an absolute loyal fan. Listen to, ep- to episodes yeah, you're interested zero, in. God damn it. Yeah, listen to episodes you're interested in. Just kidding. Listen to all of our episodes. Go yeah. back and listen to our previous ones because that gets us more AdSense. And we're trying to get more enough money to buy another microphone so that we don't have to use the shitty Razor one that Tyler previously had for our guests. So go and get us more AdSense. Just kidding. We love you all. Goodbye. We will see you in the next episode. Same time, same channel. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, with a brand new album that we can review. And again, go leave us your uh, own thoughts and opinions on this album. What'd you think of it? Uh, what do you think we should review next? And we will see you all in the next episode. Until then, have a great life. And uh, we love you all. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.